All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast, episode 132. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. We're back in the house with y'all, another lockdown episode. Uh, what's been going on with you, P? Um, not too much, man. Just, you know, trying to navigate through bobbing yeah. and weaving, all this craziness out here in the world right now. Yeah, same here, man. Like I said, you know, uh, there's been so much going on, you know, people making things harder than it is, but it's just like, you just follow the rules, you know, just rules for yourself, for your own safety, you'll be good. But man, even people now are protesting that, <laughs> you know what I mean? They protest in their own safety. You know, they, they, they just want to <laughs> say, I want to go out here because I, it's my right, <laughs> you know, and I get sick of that type of stuff. As far as like, you know, everything else man just been kind of doing doing the same thing you know work come home and that's it you know and i go back and look at some old fights you know i've been looking at some throwback fights i mean as far as what's going on in the boxing world right now you know we just kind of want to go back and touch on some of the things that's been been said out of the ring of course you know uh still want to give my little two cents how i feel about you know what Devin haney had had made his statement in an interview I won't spend too long on that. Just give you my thoughts on that. And uh, Deontay Wilder, you know, just want to ask people, like, how do they feel, like, about Deontay Wilder's career? Is his career really in jeopardy after one loss? You know, after one loss against Tyson Fury, is it really that bad? And um, anything else you want to touch on, P? Like, as far as some new stuff that's been going on, caught your eye? Um, Not really. I mean, maybe we, we, we can just, just real quick, you know, get some thoughts about this Mike Tyson, um, Shannon Briggs thing. It's a little, it's a little crazy. Just you yeah, know. that's that's crazy, man. That comeback, man. I can't, I can't believe. It. I thought it would be like or a all the comebacks, man. Yeah, yeah, all the comebacks right now. You know, because it's it's quite a few people. You know, older guys talking about yeah. you know coming out now. So, oh yeah, even um, Marcos Maidana, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Sergio mm-hmm. Martinez. Yeah, Martinez. Yeah. Holyfield. Holyfield. Got Shannon, Shannon Briggs. Shannon <laughs> you Briggs. know what I mean? So, I mean, the list, <laughs> it just keeps growing, man. This, this this corona thing got everything turned upside down, man. It's, so, we just see what happens, man. It's, it's getting interesting. Yeah, man, it is, man. And uh, it, it's like, it's like what's that, say, that, that saying, you know, desperate times? Yeah, call for def- desperate measures, yeah. We we kind of seeing that play out, you know, right now. I mean, from Dana White to Mike Tyson, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah. Yeah, Dana White, yeah. I'm like, these situations they in now, they're like, oh, man, we need some money. I'm going to make this happen. But, yeah, even as far as UFC goes, man, like, this is probably, like, one of the most – I don't know if this is like the most cards he's ever done in a month or that consistent. You know, you got a card coming up this weekend. Then you got one on the Wednesday, 13th. Then you got another one the 16th. Then you got one on the 23rd, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think he probably breaking breaking some records right there with yeah. the cards because um, he, 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 he – well, you know, he had all them dates and lost them, and a lot of stuff was kind of already set up. So, I guess – you know, because like people say, you know, Dana White promised – Somebody a certain amount of fights per oh, year, okay. 
you know what I mean? Just in yeah. general, just business. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got a contract, yeah, I know what you mean. Whoever, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that could be. Mm-hmm. Still got to yeah. He still got to deliver. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, that. Yeah, he still got to make some. You know, make some money yeah. back. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah, going to that first topic, man, like, yeah, this was like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was an interview that uh, Devin Haney had given, I think it was 7 8 Sports TV. And um, he had made the comment, it was pertaining to Lomachenko that he, you know, he would um, never lose to a white boy, you know, reminiscing of Bernard Hopkins. He said he never let a white boy beat him, you know, yeah. and it, it kind of put a lot of people in a, uproar about Devin Haney they were calling him racist and I mean it was like a couple points I wanted to make one I mean for me personally first thing when I heard he said that I was just kind of like you shouldn't have said that you know I just feel like you shouldn't have said that because actions speak louder than words I mean if that's how you feel just act on it you know what I mean exactly if that's how you really truly feel then just do it you know I mean personally I know nobody wants to lose to anybody you know, but I mean, when you put it, put yourself in that as that target, when you say something like that, it's something that's going to always hang over your head. Now, you know, it's always going to be pressure on you because now, when it comes to you fighting a Lomachenko or like a Luke Campbell, you're going to be feeling like, oh, I gotta do something a little extra to prepare to not lose to him. You know what I mean? What were your thoughts on that when you when you first heard him say that? Like, like first reaction. I mean, I, I just was surprised because that that's not like Devin Haney's MO saying shock value things. You know, he's normally a guy who you know, he, may, he may call out a fighter, but he's not really doing things to get attention or bring unnecessary attention his way. So I was kind of surprised that, you know, he made the statement, the people around him let him make the statement, have it, it went down because um, – me personally, I don't think he really needs those tactics. And you know, some some things are just better left unsaid. He he has the right to feel however he wants to feel. And it's America; it's a free country. You can say whatever you want, but once you put it out in the atmosphere, you got to deal with you know the consequences and repercussions of some of your statements. And I mean, he probably set a damn record for giving a rebuttal to that statement, you know, so it's just like it, it really turned out to be pointless in my opinion and, and out of character for Devin Haney. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, right. me, it was a little out of character for him. So, I mean, I agree with, like you said, Ant, just just do it, you know, because now you added an extra level of pressure to yourself unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in today's world, we have a lot of great fighters of all shades so you know you put that extra level of pressure on yourself to have to uphold what you said you know what i'm saying because a statement like that ain't is going to haunt him forever you know he he heard this in the interview three years ago well yeah back in 2020 you made a statement i know you apologized for but what did you really mean but you know what i'm saying you Mm -hmm. know certain things follow you around and he gave him a little ammunition to follow him around with in my opinion yeah, I, I agree with that because my thing was like you when you say something like that, I mean, like I said again, it goes back to actions, you know, the actions, once you say it, same with like Bernard Hopkins. I mean, to me, when Bernard said it, I could understand a little bit more because 
his held more weight because you got to remember he's a guy that came from rough city in Philly. He'd been to prison. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I mean, was, like, and even the boxing he, in the 90s, it was a different era, it, man. It was Racism different. was a lot more prevalent during those exactly. during that time. And you got to remember, he dealing with biased commentators that, that would put him down as he fought. You know, Absolutely. so he, he felt like a guy at his time, like, yo, I'm getting the raw end of the stick. You know, these people Absolutely. fight me. So then when he Absolutely. goes in there against Joe Calzaghe, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to let somebody that represents them beat me. You know, it held some weight to it. But even then, if he would have did it and said it after, that's that's cool. But then here comes the fight. He winds up losing the controversial close decision. People won't even let him live that down now. Exactly. You know, because of that statement, that that that's will follow him around. Yeah. You know. Forever to some people, not everybody. But yeah, not everybody. Yeah, it's something that people always have to like pull up on him. You know what I mean? And you know, Devin Haney, he young, and and you know, probably was gonna make some some mistakes. But like you say, and you know, we've heard that statement before. But you know, we kind of like you say, B Hop had a little bit more validity to it because it was a different era. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, fighters were getting robbed left and right by. Uh, you know, promotions and organizations. It was just, it was just a different time. You know, you, 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 you felt that underdog or that, 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 that man who wasn't getting his just due. Now these guys getting huge paydays, eh? Mm-hmm. They getting paydays that some people don't think they deserve. Yeah. It's hard to feel sorry for them today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or feel a statement like that in today's time when y'all getting big big paydays and spotlight and all these platforms it wasn't like that in the 90s for, for b-hop so like you know Lee, going back to what, like what you said you know even when b-hop said it, it was controversial it probably wasn't the best thing to say but we understood what b-hop was coming it was you know that's what b-hop represented you know what i'm saying he's from philly mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's the city of brotherly love and it it, it, it just was him you know, it, it, like I say, it's not Devin Haney. That's not the tactic of Devin Haney. When B-Hop said it, it wasn't surprising us. We like, yo, B-Hop threw down the, the, the Puerto Rican flag. I mean, yeah, the Puerto Rican flag in what? Puerto Rico, eh? In Puerto Rico, you know yeah. So yeah. this was B-Hop. Yeah. Yeah, this so when he said that and then you see, it was like, okay, this is him. This is his personality because, yeah, That's like him. you said, he threw the Puerto Rican flag down. He's showing you that. I'm representing me, you know what I mean? It didn't matter who. In the territory, he did something crazy like that. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? How not crazy though that was to do so. All right, that, you know, that was B-Hop thing, but you know, like I say Devin Haney, you kind of had a, a a great career so far. You've been around some legends in the game, all types of tutelage from from the greats and legends and you know, your your career definitely has had a different trajectory than Bernard Hopkins, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're young, you got your own promotion company. Things are good for you. You don't have to come out like the angry black man because it ain't even really believable. Right. <laughs> you feel like, me? Like, for a lot of young black men out here now, like, they could understand that statement more. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you hear some dudes say that because they deal with that every day, like in business or lower level sports, they feel like, yo, I can't lose to this guy because, you know, I am in competition with him. You know what I mean? It's right. like right. we are kind of in competition because he's getting some things better. So I can't let him beat out. He, I can't let him win out on me and then why taking everything, my glory, you know? But like yeah. 
whenever uh, Devin Haney said it, I was like, you know, he's kind of on a better path than a lot of fighters. You know what I mean? Like he's got a promotional company now, something Bernard Hopkins never even had at his age, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he's experienced, you know, where Devin Haney is right now. I think that statement to say it against somebody like Lomachenko, it won't really, it doesn't really just, it doesn't really just hold that weight. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. No, not, 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 not at all, man. Not at all. I mean, and then, like I said, he kind of raised the stakes and, and a very dangerous fight for him. You know what I mean? That could be a very close fight and, you know, you just had to, you know, I mean, it's still a game, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, just hopefully he, he learned from it and we don't hear no more statements from him like that because, I mean, it's unnecessary. You know, it's just unnecessary. You're a great champion so far. We see the pedigree in you. We see big things for you. So just keep doing them, you know. Don't yeah. really talk about it because we've seen that, we seen that show before. Oh, yeah. And, um... I will say this too, as far as like, I can't say like a lot of people could should be able should take offense to it like it was just straight up racist. I mean, he said white boy. It wasn't like he said a, a, a racial slur, right? You know what I mean? Like he still said that, but you know, um, again, I don't really feel like it was something a lot of people really need to get sensitive over. I know people were going to get sensitive. That's why I was like he shouldn't have said it. Mm-hmm. But if he would have stuck by it, I would. I would have respected it, but it was something like you brought up last time. A good point, P, is that if you're going to wind up apologizing for it, don't even say it. Exactly. And that's what he wound up doing, right? (laughs) And like I say, almost immediately. It wasn't, you know, he had, it was three weeks, he had unsurmountable pressure. He finally had, it was two days. Yeah. I don't know who called him. Eddie Hearn, somebody called him and he had to, you know, put out an, an, an apology and it's like for, for his fans who felt when he said that they let down now I, I mean I would be yeah wouldn't you be if he said that yeah you're like, yeah Haney, that's what I'm talking about yeah and then two days later he apologized you're like yo mm-hmm. damn and you that, know what I mean so and that's why I said because it's like okay a lot of the people that do relate to you they can you know a lot of people that are fans of you they can relate to what you said you know but you might not necessarily go what do they go through on a daily basis. But now that you mm-hmm. apologize, it kind of makes them say, well, why'd you say that, you know? Exactly. I mean, it definitely make him look some type of way to people who did buy into, you know, him, him, him saying that, you know what I mean? Like I said, I didn't have a problem with him either way, you know what I mean? But I'm just thinking if that was me, I probably wouldn't have said that if I was in, you know, his position because it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like I say, you know, with, with the level of competition we got in the game now, and it's not like it was maybe in the 90s where it was really dominated by blacks and maybe Mexicans. Now it's a little bit of everything out there, and everybody is good. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, you got to be prepared so, for styles all over the country. You know what All I mean? over the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's kind of a different thing now. You know what I mean? Um, so he just got to show and prove. That's that's the bottom line, man. You know, if he can go in there and the white man never beat him, then we're going to feel like, all right, well, he meant what he said. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, but, 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 I want to make this clear. By no means is that my 
thought process, you know, made the best man win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not a racial thing to me. You know what I mean? I'm just saying if that's how Devin Haney feels, you know, he need to not let that happen to him. <laughs> you feel me? Right. You know what right. I'm saying? He need to make sure that don't happen to him. But, you know, it's definitely not a racial thing to me. You know, right. it's, the, I it's guess, yeah. made the best man win, you know? Because yeah. like I say, we have white guys or European guys or they, they putting in the work like everybody else, man. You know, mm-hmm. some of these guys are putting in the work and they just deserve to win like the next man, in my opinion. Eh? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why I say, like, that's what kind of made me just have to talk about that because it's like, okay, man, like, if you wanted to say it, okay, that's fine. If that's how you feel, we'll respect that. But then all of a sudden when you apologize, it's like, oh, man, okay, now, like, so do you not really stand by what you say? Like, exactly. it's it's a part of you, so, you know, you might as well go ahead and ride with it because People know when you apologize, you don't really mean it. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Because you said it, exactly. you know, so exactly. stand by it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, you know, with some people that like put integrity over everything, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. if you ain't got no integrity, you really don't have nothing. And I'm not saying, you know, by no means, you know, Gavin Haney don't have no integrity, but. You, you you know what it one of the things that every man knows is my word my balls is all I got yeah and yeah. you know you really don't break them for nobody and if he if he felt strong enough to say that he should have stood on it eh? because that's what that shit is about controversial statements are about standing on it mm-hmm. anybody can take something and delete it post something and delete it you know say something and take it back that's about standing up on that shit and and dealing with the sacrifices, the lost sponsors, the stuff like that. That's how you gain fans, and because people say, yo, he was real about that. He lost Nike, he lost this, but yeah. he stood up for what he believed yeah. in, so you gained another set of fans from that. But, you know, it is what it is. The bottom line is you said it, and you had to apologize for it, and that's what we, we, we you know, really got to go on now, man. You know what I'm saying? And it still remains to be seen if a white boy, <laughs> you know, will beat you, as you say, you know? Cause you in the beginning of your career, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, in the beginning, yeah. So in the beginning. You will see all kinds of styles, but I'm glad you brought that up too about the, you know, gaining fans and keeping your integrity. Cause that's like that might be a topic we need to talk about sometime too, just fighters in general. Because it's, it it just had this question in my mind about like, what do some fighters want to do? You know, like do they just want money and to ride that straight path, or do they really want to get? real support out there you know what i mean exactly. not everybody from like ali when he did his stance against you know not not fighting in the war you know exactly you had a lot of people hate you but then you had a lot of people that took to heart what you did they really they really said oh man he's real you know what i mean exactly. but then there's other guys out there that might just smile and you know chuck and job or whatever for a paycheck and they kind of ride that straight and narrow path you know they 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 remain quiet you know what i mean some are cool with that. So what role does Devin Haney want to do this early in his yeah, career? Exactly. He got to make that decision. And, and think about it, Ant. You know, even the people around him. The people around him is still a team and everybody needs to eat. That's why you need people around you. It, it should have been, in my opinion, people around him letting him know that wasn't a small thing to say. Because I'm sure that he probably got some pressure from some sponsors too, Ant. Mm-hmm. You know, they said, whoa, hey, man, we don't really condone, you know, statements like that. And it's like, okay, if you're playing a sponsor game, Devin Haney, you definitely got to be smarter than that. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You definitely got to be smarter than that because controversial statements is definitely a bad thing. You know, B-Hop can make them because he didn't have sponsors. Floyd could make them because he didn't have sponsors. You know what I mean? Right, right. Devin Haney, he don't, he not on that path. He don't have to do that, eh? <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that, that, you know, you got to make that decision. Am I chasing the bag or do, or, or am I standing on my integrity? You know what I mean? It looked like they, it looked like Devin Haney chasing the bag, and ain't nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. you know, when you make statements like that, real statements, you got real people out here expecting you to stand on it, and when yeah. you don't, you know, it can be looked at a certain type of way. Which uh, I don't know if he cares about that or not, but it is something he, you need to think about. You know, definitely, yeah, good point. That was a good point, yeah, because it's like don't play with the real emotions. You know what I mean? Cause- yeah, don't play. Yeah, don't play with it because, you know, besides what we do, there's actually passionate other fan, boxing fans on YouTube who take real. Hey, t- think about it, Ant. They say it, was some fa- it, it was some fans willing to go to war with another fan, whether or not a white boy could beat Devin Haney. I promise you that. It oh, was yeah. a Devin Haney fan oh, yeah. somewhere ready to fight somebody over the fact that, uh, you know, what he said and debating that, you know what I'm saying? So you got to think about that, dog. I mean, you said it without a thought, but th- that somebody took that and ran with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, I know you can't think of every possible situation, but you know what I'm just saying, man? People just got to think before they speak, and you know what I mean? That was just something that he probably, you know, regret saying because at the end of the day, that's a mindset. That ain't a verbal thing. That's a mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because once you make it verbal, you kind of set yourself up for disaster, in my opinion. You know what I mean? That's the way you pose a thing in your head. No race can beat me. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But once you verbalize and isolate just one race, then it can be dangerous. You know what I mean? Because that one white guy can use that as ammunition. And that could be the only fight he win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might not beat another person, but what you said got on his skin so much that he mustered up and had your number that night. You know, just so much stuff, man. So much stuff, man. You know, I'm not saying that would happen, but I'm just saying, you know, you just have to be careful what you put out into the atmosphere, man. Yeah, because you know? to me, I was just like, you know, you had so many greats that were doing what they did, and they just beat everybody. You know, we talking about, you know, of course, Muhammad Ali, he never did, but, uh, you know, he just came into mind and said, I'm beating anybody. You know, I'm, best, mm-hmm. I'm better than everybody. Uh, Lennox Lewis, he never has. Floyd, you know he ain't. He, he gave everybody the ass whooping, you know, took them all to school. So I think when you just go in there with the mindset that you are the best, then, you know, anybody can get it. You know, like A.B. said it, right? <laughs> anybody yeah, can get it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way, you know, like I said, it really got to be, you know. Um, you know, it's a lot of threats out there right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of all yeah. nationalities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um you know, I don't, like I said, man, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. You know, Devin Haney and controversy, I would kind of stay away from that as much as possible because he don't need that to keep his name out there. You know what I mean? Right. He's in a situation right now, you know, so he can just, you know, keep that squeaky clean. I mean, somebody, when I look at Devin Haney, I see a, a Sugar Ray Leonard. I see somebody who got the smile, got the charisma, the the, the, the all races would love him. He could really probably transcend the sport, you know what I'm saying, in, in a big way. Mm-hmm. You know, but he got to stay smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, he got to stay smart. Can you see that Sugar Ray type path for him? You see what I'm saying? 
I could see that about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that that's what kind of had um, thrown me off when he, I heard it coming from him. I was like, okay, this is you know this is something different from him. You know, I was like, maybe he wants to present something else about himself. That's why it kind of threw me off when he did make that statement because I didn't really think of him the type to say that. You know what I mean? Like, right. But then when after he apologized, and I was like, maybe he is that kind. Maybe he just want to retract that self. I better get back on this path then, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, he could definitely, from the way he's been moving, and he's keeping his, you know, name, he's keeping his name and, you know, the in the mouths of guys like Ryan Garcia, you know what I mean? He's kind of in that realm with Ryan, you know what I mean? So it's he's not really a guy, a wild card type of fighter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not one of those type of guys. So, you know, he just gets, you know, keep doing what he's doing, you know, just just keep, you know, performing with the actions, you know, just don't keep, don't keep talking, you know, keep the talking to a minimal, especially if you right. want to apologize. Right. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, you got, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. I mean, dang, Devin Haney had a good thing going. There's no reason to not do anything besides train and get better at your craft. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much all I got on that topic. But uh, I'm gonna jump over here and talk about Deontay Wilder a little bit, man. Um, you know, just kind of give you some of my thoughts on uh, what I think about uh, some of the things that you know Mauricio Suleiman has said. Uh, one of the key things he had said recently about Deontay Wilder was that if he was to take another loss, that would probably end his career. Um. I want to ask you first, Pete, what did you think about that, like that that statement? Um, I thought it was kind of disrespectful. You know, I thought it was, you know, for a guy who defended and represented your belt, WBC, heavyweight, you know, championship of the world, and 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 represented it with pride, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What was it? How many? What was it? Eleven title defenses. About five ten. years, ten, five years. You know, broke some records, made some history. Um, I thought that you know, if that's what he thought, at, that's another another same situation with Devin Haney. He didn't have to verbalize that. You know, he could have thought that in his head, but to say something like that, put that out. You know, I, I thought it was kind of disrespectful um, to Deontay Wilder. You know, to kick a man while he's down. That's kind of right. kicking a man while he's down. You know, a man who represented your company for five years, you know, in, in a positive way, in my opinion. You know, um, I was surprised too, man. I mean, I, yeah. you know, Suleiman, I mean, I never really recall him making like such a brash statement like that, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. But it definitely was like surprising. I thought it was um, a little disrespectful um, to the champ. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because, you know, even Deontay Wilder brought up a point. You know, he said, you know, right now, I don't look at Tyson Fury as a real champion because we won and won. We got one more to go. And I can, I'm not going to kind of feel him on that. I'm not saying he's right, but, you know, it's the best two out of three. We got one more to go. So, you know, that's true. It, 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 we still have to see. You know what I mean? We still have to see. Yeah. Um, 
I was yeah, because I was looking at even like in the context he had said it in. It was just like you go from one statement of calling Wilder a warrior, and you know, when he he's willing to put it all on the line, he got that storybook career. You know, he's been through it all, and you know, he's he's done a lot of things. You know, he'll take care of his daughter, but then you say, okay, he knows he lost that last Fury fight, but he's coming to win this one. But if he loses, he loses his career is over. I'm like. I'm sure a fighter always kind of puts that in their mind state that, you know, I got to win, you know, I, I have to win. They always put themselves in that situation. Like I got to win or it's over, you know, for an individual, but from his perspective, like Suleiman to say that his career would be over, that would just be kind of like, to me, I just kind of, yeah, I felt like that was kind of, um, kind of an immature statement to say, like, especially for somebody who's been in the boxing world for years, you know, Right. You know, especially right, right. if you if you feel this guy's such a warrior, then how is a, another loss gonna crush him that much? Like, have you talked to him? Have you seen what kind of mental state he was in? Or how how you go from one statement of calling him a warrior to saying he would be done after just two losses? You know. And and the thing about it, that. Wilder being so quiet right now. Maybe it is something that people. Maybe it is something that people know that we don't know. I don't. I. I. I don't know. But um, it's just a lot of weird stuff happening right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Wilder says it's something that he can't divulge, and you got Suleiman just. I mean, even at the two losses, and I mean that's still not really career ending for. A fighter, AB had got like four in a row, and people still talking about possibility of fights for him. So I, I just, yeah, I just, it, it, it just another thing that kind of threw me for a loop. Why would the president make a statement like that? Somebody who definitely knows boxing, mm-hmm. you know, why would he make a statement like that? You know, unless he knows something that we don't know. I don't know, man. You know, and especially whenever the new belt holder it's still really up in the air if he's going to be able to hold that belt, you know, granted his own mental, mm-hmm. his own mental state. Like, okay, Tyson Fury is a new WBC champion, but will he, will he lose it to himself? Exactly. He's done it you before. So I'm like, y'all feel that confident that he is your new champion, your new representative of the belt now. I'm like that, 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 that just kind of, kind of, kind of threw me off a little bit because uh, to me it's like okay wilder represented your belt for almost five years i'd be like yo he's he's ready you know what i mean like hey if, when, whenever uh he comes back for this rubber match he's gonna be ready to do it again because i'd want somebody that's gonna hold my belt represented the best the best they can you know right i mean you owe that man more respect than just to write him off like that and you know the bottom line i mean i know it's business but like I said, that could be something that's in your mind, but for you to say that, I mean, that could affect Wilder, his outlook on things. He could say, well, damn, that's how you feel about me? I didn't, you didn't, I didn't hate you in my home, even with my wife and my kids, or you didn't hate it now, you telling me one more loss and my career's over? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a slap in the face, you know what I mean? I mean, think even more for Wilder, because Wilder personally knows this man. Like I said, who knows what type of relationship they had, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they just go back to kind of that fake stuff, man. You know, a lot of these big entities, sports and entertainment, Hollywood, 
is full of a bunch of fake people. You know, when 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 things are good, they there, and when things not there, not good, you start seeing a lot of these people true colors. I mean, like like a light switch. You know, literally, you take a loss, people literally done with you, and that's that. that I mean, that got to be hard for an athlete or any entertainer who people. Last week, y'all was crying over me when I walked by. You was crying over me. Now I got beat up. You could care less. You 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 laughing at me now, you know. So it, it can be, you know, from what I see, a lot of emotional <laughs> stress, you know, in, 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 involved with that. But you know, people you consider in your corner, in your team, they should be, you know, uplifting you instead of bashing you. You know, what I mean, you know the we already know the losses traumatic thing for him to go through and like I say for the people that's supposed to be in your corner to kick dirt on you that's that's a lot to deal with eh? that might make you feel like well damn maybe I can't do it I, I don't know you know what I'm saying we, we have to see how Wilder deals with this stuff and comes back but it, it definitely can't really help the situation because if the president feel like that about me I don't know if I want to represent his belt that's what I was saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want the belt back. If that's how y'all felt. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's my thoughts. Like, Oh man, like you think that my career is over and I just really suffered my first loss. You know, you act like I can't handle it. So yeah. I mean, it, it you pretty much back. saying I was like a one trick pony. You yeah. know what I mean? So I did this for 11 years and I mean, 11 fights in five years with one trick. I mean, I did, but, it was a little more to it than that, you know what I'm saying? Right, it definitely, yeah. Especially when you're beating everybody, you know, everybody had a chance, but you destroyed them, you know? So it makes you think that, wow, man, like, even he's ready to jump ship, you know? And it goes back to, like you were saying, like, sometimes with it, what any type of entertainment it is, like, everybody's with with you until that one that one moment that you mess up or you lose – they're like, yo, I'm closing the door. We we on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. It's it, it, it just fake. And like I say, I mean, for people, a lot of these people who come from underprivileged areas, all they got is their words. So they they cut more from a cloth that, yo, if I say you my friend, you my friend. If I like you, I like you. And they get around these people who tell them they love them and they don't even like them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot for a person to deal with some of that stuff. Especially you think, you know, you talking about big people to act like they're like, you talking about the president, Sulemano, he told me he loves me. That might mean something to a person from the hood. That might mean something to somebody from the hood who never could imagine no shit like that happening. This rich white man tell me I'm like a son to him. That means something to me. Then come to find out he say that to everybody. So, man, you gotta be mentally, you gotta be tough out there. You know what I mean? It's, it's so funny because it's like what everybody wants, but once we all know it's not what it seems to be. We all know that because we hear all the stories, but we still just, you know, are fascinated with celebrities, entertainers, and all these, you know, people that are, that are out there. But we see the pain and the misery they go through, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and like uh, when you when you think when you bring all that up and you hear it, it makes you think that when you actually put yourself in wilder situation, it's like, wow, man, that can be mentally draining. You know, that can be mentally draining for a person because the people that was riding with him, you know, some are going this way and some are going that way. But 
tell you the truth, a lot of them are going this way. They're leaving him, you know, uh-huh. and only some people are staying, you know. So it's he's probably in a mindset now where it's like, I got to understand who's with me and who's not. And then I got to right. say, oh, man, like even the WBC president, he he feels this way about me now. How am I supposed to go in there and feel like I can win this belt back? Do I want to represent the belt now? You know exactly, exactly, exactly. That that wouldn't motivate me to win the belt and represent a belt, knowing that this how the person feels about me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, that that wouldn't motivate me to get it. Now, if Superman said, "Hey, man, this guy he held the belt down five years. He had, he had an off night. He will be back, and he will be back to be." you know, defending the belt, you know, W, you know what I'm saying? He could have said some, yeah. some motivational words of this man to make this man say, yo, I gotta do this shit, yo. Suleiman just said he bet the house, you know what I mean? Yeah. Give him pressure in that way. You're gonna give him some other kind of pressure. But you jump from, you know, oh, he's a warrior, you know, he knows he lost, he'll be back to fight, but if he loses, his career is over. You know, that, that sounds more like a like a threat, like, oh, you better perform, you know, your, your career's done. Like, exactly. you you ain't going to be ranked exactly. in WBC no more. <laughs> That's it it, it definitely don't like. sound like nothing, a compliment. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or somebody that believes in, in, in me. So, you know, I mean, all this stuff could just be an eye-opener for Tyson. I mean, excuse me, for, you know, Deontay Wilder just seeing it. You know, because – he could have he could have been he could have been drinking the Kool-Aid too, man, with everything, not just his power, but people mm-hmm. really love me. These people really like me. These people really and that ain't the case. And I'm thinking he's seeing a lot of that right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's seeing a lot of that right now. <clears throat> yeah, because a lot of people that were with him before he lost all of a sudden when he faced the loss, they were just going in on him. You know what I mean? Like not even on ways of saying like, like we were doing our last show. We were just being real. We said there's certain things he got to work on, you know? Right. Uh, I never said he was done. You know, I'm never, never going to say he's done until he says he's done. I mean, as long as he's in the game, I'm, you know, I'm still ride with him. Like I said, I was a fan of him. I'm still a fan of him, but you know, I know for a fact that there's some things he needs to go back and, you know, tighten up on. You know, there's some new things he needs to kind of make himself familiar with before he returns to a Tyson Fury fight. And mm-hmm. I think that the fight being pushed back to November is going to be more of a benefit for him. You know, I think he deserves a rubber match, but at the same time, I think he deserves some time to, you know, chill out and not rush into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus they've been saying he had a torn. Um, bicep so I'm even wondering I mean are you are are you going to be able to you know be 100% by um, November I I don't know but once again it's no it's no reason to really rush this you didn't rush the second fight you know that happened what a year later Mm-hmm. In between a couple fights, you know. Yeah, in between a couple fights, and you know, I mean, I think a couple fights in between now might not be a bad idea. And the thing about it is, because Deontay Wilder can get a chance to fight some guys that 
and he had kept winning, we never would have seen him fight. Now it was some time that, you know, maybe you get to see him and, you know, I mean, just in different fights. There's a lot of names out there that, you know, would be interesting to see. I mean, right off the top, I mean, Adelian White and, and, and Wilder, that would be an interesting fight to me. You know, something I would watch, something I think would be a good fight. Yeah, that'd be um, good. You know, the Andy Ruiz, if Ruiz is in shape, it'd be something that I just like to see his short arms against Wilder long arms. And, you know, I know Wilder not going to do the AJ style against him you know, running around the ring. So, I, you know, I mean, I'm just saying this fight's out there for him that will be interesting. And like I said, hey, he kept winning some of these fights we we, we wouldn't have had a chance to see because his trajectory would have been, you know, going up on the bigger and better things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, he definitely needs to just be 100% for this while the, the, the last thing we want to do is hit some excuses at this third fight. I don't want to hit no suit. I don't want to, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he needs to just be real careful about how he go. He, he he handles this, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's definitely not a, a make it or break it fight for him by no means, but it, it, this fight means a lot. And um, he needs to go out there and be the best Deontay Wilder and not have no excuses and, you know, do what he needs to do. I mean, as simple as that, you know, don't, don't rush it. Don't let pride rush you into this and let pride defeat you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Don't let it rush you back into the ring again. Yeah. You know, when you, you know ain't what I'm prepared. saying? Yeah, to me, you already got a guaranteed ticket with him, but you know, it's so crazy. They trying to slide the AJ thing in there. You know it's what I mean? I mean, which is still would be, which, but would still would be a good thing for Wilder. You know, you take a couple fights, then you might can come back and get, you know, Understood. That's know what true. I'm yeah, so, I mean, like, that could be a gift. That could be a, a blessing in disguise too. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's. I just. I don't know. You know, but like I say, Wilder definitely needs to heal up and become get back a hundred percent. And you know, to be honest, you know, like we say, defended, he defended the belt five years. He never really had a wrestling between that. And whether he's fighting bums or whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? That's still mm-hmm. a, a kind of busy schedule. Yeah, you know, yeah, he wasn't well, a young young man. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just having yeah. those tough fights back to back. I mean, he did have some tough ones back to back. You know, he had some easy ones too. But I mean, a heavyweight anything is dangerous, though, eh? especially when you weigh 212 pounds. I mean, so maybe he just do need to take some time off. Not no years. You know, the man time ain't on his side. Not years, but just a break. Know, maybe yeah. yeah, just a break, man. Yeah. A break, you know. Release some of that pressure, and he been having a lot of pressure. The Ortiz fight was pressure. That was a possibly dangerous fight for him. There was a lot of stuff on him, you know. Now you got the Tyson Fury. You know, it's a lot. He had a lot of pressure on pressure from these fights too, and he might just need to decompress, man. He might just need to decompress. You know, you going through you. you you wasn't controversial in the Tupac way, but you was controversial. You know what I mean? You had the big thing with you want to catch a body. You had the thing with uh, Radio Raheem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just been uh, in a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know it, it, it's just controversial for, you know, the haters too, because it's like they didn't expect somebody to win and keep a belt this long off of one, one, uh, one hand. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, both of us, we Wilder fans, man, and um, we 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 definitely like the guy. 
And um, we get it. We already know he ain't. He, he's a guy who didn't necessarily have like a fair shake. You know, he was always kind of the burn. You know, had the Bernard Hopkins type of. You yeah. know, people always mm-hmm. just giving him a hard way to go. And now, finally, he took a loss by which people were sitting the best heavyweight in the world. They want to bash him. It's not like he, he got beat up by Andy Ruiz, like AJ, which nobody expected. He got beat by which y'all consider the best heavyweight in the world. So, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't have the answers, man, because, um, you know, I mean, Wilder, he got to make an, an executive decision and only he can really make, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a torn bicep, you know, is the, is the arm going to heal, the bicep going to heal 100% and you get cleared to train and have a full training camp that you would need to go into a trilogy with um, Tyson Fury by November. And I don't know, do, 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 that, do those numbers add up Man, by November? Right. Uh, right and now. Then, and then, and then, and look and then fact in COVID nineteen where I'm sure it's affecting boxers I don't know how many how much training he can get like like Stipe said you know did you hear what he said about the Cormier um, rematch at? Mm-mm, I didn't hear what he said recently so 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 Cormier you know was like man will you just please sign a contract stop you know dragging us out and um, Stipe came in and I was like well damn Stipe you know I guess paying him back for what he did to him. But Stipe said, he said, dude, we guaranteed the fight, but literally all the gyms where, where in Ohio, I think that's where you're from, are closed. I, I have no way to train the way I would need to train for a fight with, with Daniel Cormier. And I can respect that, eh? you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I'm the champ. I'm not going to go in there half-assing and, 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 and lose to a very formidable adversary you know he's like man i don't know what type of setup cormier has maybe like from what he's saying he's getting training and he says i'm not getting any training in you know he said i can go run i can do a couple of things but it's still cold in ohio i'm not really working out outside how you know maybe some people are able to do but you know i'm just saying um we don't know how this COVID 19 thing is going to affect training as well yeah that's the thing like I was thinking of that too with Wilder. It's like uh, you want to rush it back in there in between months, some somewhere in here. But it's like in between then, can you really get that full focus training? Even with these new people that might want to come in and help you out, you know, yeah. any of these new guys who want to help, are they going to be available to help you through this whole thing? You know, leading up to uh, November. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because November be here before we know it. Ain't. You know, it might sound a little far off right now, but time is flying and, you know, it, it'll be here before we know it. And it's just, it's just a lot of question marks, you know, surrounding that, that, that fight right now and will it happen, you know, before the end of the year? I, we, I, I don't know, you know. Me, honestly, like, I wouldn't – I wouldn't even mind if it happened next year at this point mm-hmm. or, if it, or if they took whatever time they needed, because even going back to like the, the step aside money thing, like if they offer Wilder step aside money to take it, that would probably be like a blessing in disguise where he could just say, you know, okay, I'm going to take this money. I'm going to do what I need to do. And yeah, in the meantime, we could see some other good fights to him 
trying to, you know, build itself back up, maybe one or two, you know, AJ and Fury, they can do whatever they want. You know, they can make their fight happen and Wilder, he can, you know, kind of make himself come back up a little bit, build his stock up a little bit with somebody yeah. new, you know, with some new people in his corner as well. And it'd be just like, um, what's his name? The other fighter, um, Elita Alvarez, you know, he used to take some step aside money, you know, they were kind of avoiding him and, you know, hey, that he took Kovalev. You see what he did, right? He knocked Kovalev out. You know, there was no more avoiding him. Nobody could avoid him. So it's just like, why do he could do the same thing? Just do what you do. You know, make sure you take the time you need, take the break, kind of build yourself back up, and kind of um, not necessarily like uh, make them think negative of you, but but have people like Fury and kind of. Where they where they feel like oh Wilder he's he is really running for me now you know what I mean like yo he took the step aside money so he is trying mm-hmm. to avoid me but all the while Wilder's getting ready you know right 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 I mean who cares what people think people won't think yeah. anything anyway all you need to worry about is was the money that I got worth the decision that I made and if you comfortable and cool with that then you know green light you know because people won't think whatever. You know they 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 they, they want to think, but like I say, I wouldn't want him to not take the step aside money just to try to block that because of pride and getting there unprepared and take an L. You feel me, Ant? Yeah. You know, if yeah. you're gonna do that, just take the step aside money because that's a win-win. Man. You know what I'm saying? You're getting free money and you get time to train and you know heal all the way up. You know, now, like I say, if it's a pride thing, huh, y'all ain't stepping in, I ain't no, I ain't no step aside guy. I'm the, I had the belt for five, you know what I mean? He might feel like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It could be some pride right there. And he just want to throw a monkey wrench in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know where he's staying at with the stuff I've been hearing. He's saying he ain't taking a step aside money. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I heard. I heard too, like he wasn't taking it. But even if like, like you said, like, you feel like you you it's your pride and you want to be that one to say, yeah, I'm not a step aside guy. Don't think of it like that. You know what I mean? Like exactly. We can even exactly. go back to when Roy, he had lost to Tarver and Glenn Johnson. I mean, he had to kind of just sit back and let them two fight it out. Remember? Yeah. And then he got the third fight with Tarver later. But I mean, in the meantime, it's just kind of like a humbling experience at the time. Like, you know, you, you lost to these two guys and you want a third opportunity against Tarver. Well, these two guys are going to battle it out, like maybe not once, but twice, you know. And all the while, you can take that kind of – that time to kind of, you know, rethink things and, you know, see where your, your mental is, you know. So I think if, he's, if he doesn't think of it as in like a prideful way, then he should take that step side money and just say, okay, I'm going to, you know, hang back and let them do it, you know, let them two fight it out for a while you know, one or two fights, and then I'll I'll be back ready. Because, you know, that's another thing, too, fighters, like, when they let that ego and that pride get ahead of them, their well-being ain't really thought of, you know? Yeah. You know, sometimes they let that, they forget, like, oh, man, like, I got a torn bicep. No, I'm going to go ahead and fight anyway. Or Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm fight through it. I'm going to, right. you know, the doctor said another two weeks. All right, it's been one week. I'm going to do it. You know, just all that little corners you might cut. You know, I mean, it, and the thing is, it's different if you haven't been that active, but you've been high energy, high pace, 
active and you know that's been taking the toll on other stuff so now you factor in the injury and you, you know you probably just really just need some time to fully rest up you know what i mean because like, you got to do that too right you know what i mean that's yeah. probably one of the things that kind of kept floyd around too taking those year off or two year off here and there you know what i mean like the body completely heal up you know still training but not intense you know intense, what i'm saying right, not right. that workout not a training camp type yeah you no know, workout but um just those breaks man you know because it, it's a tough sport man. Eh? it's a tough way to make a living man it's, mm. it's, it's, it's rough, you know. So um, I don't know, man. I I definitely just want to see my boy come back and um, do what he need to do, and 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 and, and get his be- his belt back if that's what's in the cards. And you know, if it's not, then you know the game goes on. Right. It's, you know, it's what it is. You know, yeah. I'm not writing them off by no means, but you know, I mean. If you don't get the belt back, could, this is another thing too. And could Wilder play just that fighter, you know that 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 former world champion guy? You know, I mean, Wilder. Part of his identity, in my opinion, was being the champion. And you know, like Mike Tyson didn't need the belt. Floyd don't need the belt. Mm-hmm. Certain fighters that didn't need the belt. Maybe it's because Wilder had it for the last five years and defended eleven times, but. He kind of, he kind of need that belt, in my opinion, man. What you think? What you think about that? Um, you know, could, is he still that that marketable fighter with, without a belt? And that's, I think that's where it kind of comes into play. Is you know how how it is here. You know what I mean? Like United States, they don't really like fully stand behind their fighters like a UK fighter does. Like in the past episodes, we talked about like. AJ Duck and Wilder, and we we always say AJ, you're you're big you're you're big in the United Kingdom, so just stay there. You don't need belts to fight. You'll make money. He had that to stand on, but I do agree with you. I think Wilder kind of needs that belt to kind of to kind of be in people's faces. You know what I mean? To yeah, exactly. to get the money, get gain the recognition, and I mean that. That's not his fault. I mean, just, that's just the way it is here in this country. It's, it's like the they don't stand behind their fighters. Exactly. So exactly. every chance he gets, he has to say, "I'm here. I'm here to stay." And you got to hold a belt to do that. You know, you got to. You, he has to have a belt, and that's how I kind of see it too. But Mike Tyson, he was like an animal. People are gonna see that attraction regardless. They're not coming to see the belt. You know. Floyd, exactly. he runs Vegas, you know what I mean? As far as what you see, where every right. time you think of Cinco de Mayo, he could be fighting without a title. But Wilder, he kind of held that belt for so long, and at the same time, he has a look and a style that people don't want to stand behind 100%, but you're going to have to stand by him when he has that belt in his hand, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because cause he's not that imposing figure. You see him, you be like, man, right. this dude's skinny. He ain't this. Oh, but he's the champion, though. Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm just saying, I'm just playing like devil's advocate. And will, will he be, will will it be as exciting? Will the bomb squad have the same impact without the belt? 
I mean, because mm-hmm. when I think of Deontay Wilder, I automatically see the WBC belt connected to him. And I'm just, like I said, I, this just me. I'm just, just throwing it out there, and it ain't nothing I'm saying that's the way it is, or I'm just curious that, you know, your thoughts on that, because, you know, I mean, I do think, you know, it is. So let's think of some other fighters. What's some other fighters who, you know, without the belt, you know, the belt kind of identified them. Uh, some other guys, eh? Throughout you know, the, I mean, I mean, yeah, a guy like throughout Jermaine the past, Taylor. or even in this era, yeah, yeah, through, I mean, past now, but I mean, a guy to pop up in my head is kind of like Jermaine Taylor. I mean, I was a big Jermaine Taylor fan, but part of his appeal was because he was a champion. When he wasn't the champion, I watched those fights, but it wasn't mm-hmm. really the same to me. Like B Hop, B Hop didn't really need a belt. Anytime mm-hmm. he was in the ring, it was you see you gonna see something interesting, you know what I mean? But it, it definitely is was a few guys in my, in my opinion, and for me, well, I can say for me, you know that the belt kind of identified them. Oh, you know right. what I'm saying? Um, yeah, the Jermaine you, Taylor. Any guys? Jermaine Taylor, I could see too, because it was like. His, his didn't see nothing special with him, man. Yeah, his claim to fame was beating the Bernard Hopkins, but then after that, that it was, was it. like, what else do you got? You know, what else do you have that's gonna really keep everybody tuned in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we never looked at him as like, yo, this dude is super, super talented. You know what I'm saying? We was like, he's okay. Yeah. Oh, what were you saying? No, I was just like, like a- you know, we looked at him and it was like, you know, he's a good fighter, but. He's a champion. That's what made us tune in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, I, I, it is a few fighters that can go either way, you know, because it, it, and I think it'll just be that way. And there's some guys that have so much appeal and charisma, they don't need a belt. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be, you know, guys, like, you know, know even, yeah, they don't need a belt. When you talked about, when you know, when you talk about guys like Oscar De La Hoya, um, you know, those, those faces that everybody was just pe- Canelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. I think there's gonna be a certain point when Ryan Garcia gets to that point, he won't need one, you know. Right. And you know, like you know, I said, going back to the AJ thing, that's why I was saying, like, when AJ was picking and choosing for so long, I was just like, you know, give the belts up, you still gonna make money, you know. I, I mean, the thing, even a guy like Triple G, I'm a Triple G fan, but the belt kind of identified him. He was reigning middleweight champion. You know, it didn't look like nothing special, but he the champ though. You know what I'm saying? And then. You know, he was knocking guys out, so that added to it. But without the belt, he wouldn't be – he's not as appealing as he was when he was the champion. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's another one. Yeah, I agree with that one because it's even you like – You know what I mean? Even Floyd said it. You know, Floyd was just like he's just straight up and down, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straight, 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 straight up and down. You know, now my, in my opinion, he put on some exciting fights. It was straight up and down. It wasn't that spectacular, but it was, it was knockouts. It was action. It was pressure. You know what I mean? But – would I really want to tune in for that time at the time with no belt? You know, not really. You know what I mean? The belt kind of, you know, solidify him. You know what I'm saying? All right, you you, you like him, you don't like him, he's a champ. And he's been knocking people out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, Amir Khan, he's one that don't need one because people like to just see him get knocked out. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, he he don't need like, one for a different reason. Yeah, people come to just see him either knock somebody out because he got hand speed, but 
they hoping he get knocked out. That's what some people be saying. And, and, and let's think of the new fighters. You kind of need the belt. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's, it's some guys that are talented and I will watch without a belt, but everybody is really getting identified, in my opinion, right now by a belt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Terrence Crawford, you know, because he hasn't done enough. They, they haven't done enough. Eh? Only thing you can identify them is he the champ, but he the welterweight champ. Yeah, he's yeah, the man of weight champ, you know, but he's a champ. You know, these guys haven't really done enough to really have their identity outside of a belt. Right, because a lot of people, when they ask you too now, like, who is so-and-so, you say, oh, that's the person that – that guy, he's the champion, you know. So then yeah, they yeah, got to follow. Exactly. 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 Where back in the day – I mean, you just say Sugar Ray Leonard. You said Mike Tyson. You didn't have to say with weight class, with champion, none of that. Mm-hmm. Those names, people, they got it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, just guys, that just popped. Like, you know, uh, I like the Charlos too, but they're guys who need belts right now. You know, you know they need Absolutely. belts. Absolutely. The on. reason they standing out is because they cha- – when when Jamel lost the belt, he went down if, we, if, if you stay. Had he not been able to get the belt, but he would have went down even further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the belt identifies him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, they the twins. Oh, he the middleweight champ. He the whistle man. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. That, that, okay. They is a little valid. They, they champions, you know, but. And you know you what? Know what that, I mean? that, that might really, when you think about it, when you really think about it, as far as like the uh, promoters and the managers and advisors, that's why they rarely do unification. You know what I mean? Like, they want to keep them spread out because if we have like four guys with belts, we got to have four recognized people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's so it's hard think, to get this one yeah, person. Think the 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 the, the biggest dud could be undisputed and can't sell a damn ticket. Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? But if you got you four, have to be the best. Yeah, yeah you but know? if you got four champions, you know that that money spread out a little better. Yeah, I mean, okay, you you ain't a Triple G fan, or you a Charlo fan? You ain't a Charlo fan? Okay, you're a Canelo fan. You ain't a Canelo fan. You're a Tyson Fury fan. So, mm-hmm. you know, out of out of the people that got belts, you're going to be a fan of, of one of them. Because, you know, I mean, each fight got different personalities and different things about them. But I'm just saying, from a business standpoint, you're right, at, you know. I mean, undisputed. Uh-huh. We, we, we don't know who can be undisputed. I got a question. You know, what about look, this one, though? Um, what about Tank? What do you think about him? Do you think there'll, be, there'll come a point? Or do you think he, he doesn't need a belt right now? I'm trying to I'm trying to step outside the box and and take all the Baltimore stuff away from it. I mean, I still think the belt validates him right now. You know, he got an exciting style, but when you say, "Oh, this little guy," they call him Tank. Oh, and he the champ. Okay, all right, I need to watch him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I don't think he he's done enough to really be like a a, a drawer without a belt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he probably could go maybe Atlanta and do some numbers, maybe in Baltimore do some numbers, but just like a, a draw regardless where he at, I don't think so. You know, yeah. hadn't done enough yet, eh? Just hadn't nah. done enough. Yeah. Like I say, the new guys, it's not a, a knock against the new guys. It's just they, they, they haven't done enough in the boxing world. Now, right. if we went on, if we went by Instagram, none of them would need a belt. Mm-hmm. None of them, but we're not going by Instagram, man. We're going by, you know, the boxing world, you know, mm-hmm. so you know, I mean, all I'm known on Instagram. Yeah, 
Because it, it'll even kind of play back into the, the question of who who's a, who's your favorite fighter versus who's the greatest fighter. You know what I mean? Like if it was your, your favorite fighter, then that's going to kind of tell you who people will pay to see anytime. You know, even like a Joe Frazier, he don't need a belt. You know, you just want to come yeah. to see these type of guys fight George Foreman. You know, they're kind of exciting fighters where a belt don't really make them. They make the sport, you know. Because yeah. uh, even going back to the tank thing, like Tank is going to have to clean out his division to be that face. You know what I mean? Because you got when you got guys like Lomachenko, Devin Haney, Leo Santa Cruz, all these other little names running around here, then you're going to kind of get lost in that bunch, you know. So there has to be some point when you got to kind of get these guys out of the way and then people will pay attention to just you. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and you know, from, for the smaller guys, it's harder anyway. You really yeah. got to be in there really outdoing some, you know, really moving and shaking, doing some, some big things to really catch that spotlight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we ain't really seen nobody do it. There wasn't a heavyweight besides like a Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, a guy that's, that's smaller than that, he really got to, you know, put the work in. and. Right now, with guys fighting twice a year and stuff like that, and we might not never come to that point, my brother. <laughs> yeah, I, at, at, at least somebody like Deontay Wilder, you know, that's why I say after that it comes to the knockouts. Because then, if you don't got a belt and you a knockout artist, then people would tune. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People would tune in for that. But if you don't got no belt and you just known as a pure boxer, that could be a hard sell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And of that course, could be a hard sell. Yeah, 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 it'd be hard. And just another one that part across my mind, um, Roy. Roy is definitely somebody, even without his belt, people still watch. Of course, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, he's that's a tricky one. Brainer. The belts yeah. don't define it. Yeah. You and, know? you know, I, we, we talk about that, I just say that for me, too. It's like, it ain't a bad thing, you know what I mean? It's just some people are born with that charisma to, you know, kind of attract fans. And then there's others who, you're getting what you want to be, destined to be champion, you know, and I think that exactly. to me that that's more of a motivation. If you, if you say, oh, I can't sell without a belt, then that should give you more motivation to be number one, you know, and that's what B-Hop, you know, B-Hop was kind of that guy, you know what I mean? Like he kind of had that long, hard road and wasn't really getting the tractions, you know, like a De La Hoya, but he made us pay attention to him. He became undisputed champion, you know, as and, you and I, I'm about to bring up like even Sugar Ray Leonard, even mm-hmm. being the champion, he still could fight. Yeah, he had knockouts and he had charisma, so it's like he had all that along with being the champion. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. of course, if you take the belts away, you still want to watch somebody like a Sugar Ray Leonard because he's bringing all this other stuff to the table. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without the belts, but you know, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. What category would like A B fall in real quick, and you know, Damn, I think a- okay, I think A B would fall under um non title. I think he could honestly, you know, um he's annoying as hell, but I mean he could sell a fight without a belt. What, what, what he could sell a fight 
without a belt, but not for good reasons, though, right? Not for good reasons. You know what I'm exactly. Not for good not reasons. Not for good reasons, yeah, just because, you know, his name, he has made his name. Train wreck. Yeah, yeah. And and just, you know, it is it, 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 it rings amongst the younger generation, you know what I'm saying? He do have a name that, you know, people, you know, the younger people know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because his stuff he's done outside the ring, to be honest. And you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, like I say, it's definitely fighters that could go either way. That's actually a good topic probably for a show. And even though we kind of broke it down today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know I think it'd be kind of, good to, kind of good to revisit, you know, as far as just like, you know, it kind of describes like the origin of some fighters and their um, – even like in the middle of their career, like along the way where it made them become more motivated to be a champion. Cause like I said, even going to B hop, but yeah, man, like I said, we kind of revisit that again, man. But uh, real quick, let's touch on this topic. You know, we won't spend too much time on it, but uh, what do you think, man, uh, what you had brought up about that earlier about these fighters making comebacks, you know, um, Mike Tyson, Shannon Briggs, and not only coming back, but coming back to a dangerous sport, like, Bare knuckle boxing, man. Um, I mean, like, like all this news is really just like shocking to me, and, and um, I mean, how could you not? How could it not catch your attention? You talking about two men in their fifties? They don't look like they're in their fifties, body wise, anyway. Exactly. Talking about taking part in like probably one of the most dangerous combat sports that's out right now, you know, bare knuckle boxing. You know, one one thing and it's not like they say, yo, we want a bare knuckle boxing. Bare knuckle boxing, you know, through the bag and it was big enough so they went that way. So it's like I mean, it kinda leads you to believe like you know what what is this really all about? Is it just about money? Because if it's about money then who knows what'll happen? If it's about money, a guy's really training hard. What's the what's the, pretty much what's the motivation for them to come back? What are they looking to accomplish? That's what I'm if trying. If it's to, just money, then I mean, okay, yeah, well, like, you know, is it really at this point? Because I mean, like even for Shannon Briggs, like even when box, even like when boxing was still in effect, you know, before this this lockdown, like Shannon Briggs, like if it was money, wouldn't he have just taken any fight at some point, like? Wouldn't he be able to talk his position into maybe even a Anthony Joshua or Wilder fight at some point? Like Um, Shannon Briggs? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if if he had been active, but all I see him doing is is being in shape. I don't see him doing nothing. You know what what was the last time he like really competed? You know, because I'm thinking you know, Shannon Shannon Briggs heard twenty million or whatever the offer was. He probably jumped all over that. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if he ever seen, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't think he ever seen that much. Mm-mm. Yeah, shit. You talking about a guy ain't fought and who knows? And they talk about it wasn't even a big, big star. He is a former world champion, but he wasn't the most popular champion, you know. Well, but um, what, what could the motivation be? Not for the fighters, but like for promoters to actually give that money out for this type of fight against two guys that hadn't been in the ring against legit competition in, in years, you know, like, how was this actually worth 20 million? Well, 
I mean, I get the mic piece. You know what I'm saying? I, I get the mic piece. The Shannon Briggs thing, I mean, Shannon Briggs, former heavyweight champion, he still looked in real good shape. I mean, he pissed hot a few times. I don't know how, what type of, you know, I mean, I'm not <laughs> being funny, but I'm just saying, I mean, mm-hmm. and a lot of speculation about why he in shape right now. But um, I can see the Mike piece. You know, Mike, first of all, and like for me, when I seen Mike do what he did, it motivated me, man. It motivated me to say a 53-year-old man can do this. Well, I know a younger man can do do a third of that. You know what I'm saying? This motivation to say that, yeah, age ain't really nothing but a number. And, you know, to, to see him transform his body like Tyson Fury transform his body, we know that that was a lot of hard work. You know what I mean? And, and if he was willing to put in that type of work, then I don't know. He could be taking this thing um, serious. But, you know, what they looking to prove, what they looking to accomplish out of this, and why would somebody really offer 20 mil? I don't know. I mean, it all started with that little Mike Tyson flip because we ain't really seen Shannon doing nothing. No. You know, it all started with that Mike Tyson clip. And Mm -hmm. I think he just really – Revived and woke up a lot of his old fans, and and they just like yo that that was reminiscent of the old Mike, not not Mike Tyson in his latter career, the old Mike. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. It's a difference is a difference. You know what I'm saying? So I think he just got some people excited, and you know I, what surprised me more, and was the bad knuckle had twenty million to throw him that. that- Exactly. That, that, that that's was more of my surprise. Like, that, yo, yeah. y'all got that type of money to, to, to throw them? That was crazy. So, I, like I say, everything is crazy right now, man. I, I won't really believe anything till I see it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, because you know, Mill, it's, it's definitely got people interested. Yeah. Because you know, Mill was thrown out to Mike for fighting like an exhibition fight against a. Uh, up and coming heavyweight in regular boxing, so right. That's what really brought him out of retirement. You know, yeah, what just I mean? a million though. Thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, a, a full cool mill. But 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 bare knuckle twenty. Well, that's what they say, man. Yeah, it's a little yeah. more dangerous, but the bag then went up nineteen nineteen more million. You know, I mean, and we really don't know what. I mean, I wouldn't think my, Mike Tyson is in dire straits. You know, he well, he got a marijuana farm. He got a podcast. He's definitely been, you know, seeing like he's doing a couple of yeah, had a couple mm-hmm. things going on. Shannon Sharp, I could see him drooling at the mouth. You know what I'm saying for it, but um, I don't know. It, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. I think um, well, I would say this. My thoughts on it as like, you know, as like a as an event taking place. I think it is kind of dangerous, but at the same time. I, I could see it as like an inspirational thing too. Like like you said, when I seen Mike and even when I seen Holyfield saying he was training, it made me say that, you know, whatever age I am right now, I need to be doing what they doing 10 times, you know, <laughs> because it's like yeah. these dudes still yeah. out here sweating it out, getting it in. So yeah. I could definitely see like the motivation and inspiration there. Cause even, you know, like seeing Holyfield running, seeing Mike throwing with that power, like them custom motto days, <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes you say that, wow, man, he still has some fire in him. You know, where's mine? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. Yes. Say, and and, and, and at, at an age where most people consider you washed up, man. Oh, 53, you done. Oh, 55, you done. 
mm-hmm. we got guys proving that theory wrong. You know what yep. I'm saying? So that's motiv- that's motivating for somebody who, you know, he ain't there yet, but you know, mm-hmm. it's coming. You know what I mean? It's coming. So, you know, and then like you say, man, it's times where I feel tired and might want to say forget it. And I see somebody like Mike able to push like that. All right, then I got to be able to push. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, being a fighting fan, for what I get out of them, that was just like my my little thing. And, you know, other people would look at it and that don't mean nothing to them. You know, a lot of people talk, oh, Mike, sit down. You old. I didn't see it like that. I see yeah. it like I was very impressive and it motivated, inspired me to want to keep pushing my body. Yeah, when I saw, yeah, when I see these guys doing that, when I saw both of them doing Mike Van, it's like, I'm not telling you to sit down. It's something positive you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the news the right way right now. And it's like, what you're doing is just telling me to say, hey, I still got the energy to get up. You know, I got to take advantage of it now. So I say, hey, you know, that's more power to them. And again, it kind of goes back to what we talked about and you brought up before about the the whole narrative around like an event that's going to take place. Like, this is probably going to be more exciting than the fight to me. You yeah. know, watching Mike get in some type of shape to actually do this and just get up every day and, you know, give us some words on why he's doing it. That would probably yeah. make me say this is even bigger than the actual event, you know? Yeah, it's definitely going to be some some some, jewel, some jewels in this whole process if it comes to fruition. For, for boxing heads, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be jewels there for other people to to pull them out if they're willing to look for them. But boxing fans will definitely be able to, you know, just pull out a couple of things, man. Like I say, for me, people might see me working out and go, oh, man, you ain't young no more. You can't do that. But when somebody that's a lot older than me is doing it, I can do it. (laughs) You feel me? I can do it, you know? So, you know, but people do say that all the time. And all the people that say it, they can't do nothing. They can't do one push-up, but they telling me I'm too old to do a push-up. You know, I mean, you know, people mm-hmm. always say stuff, but I'm just saying how that's motivation for me, man, you know, because people will, you know, think once you get a certain age that you're not able to do stuff no more. It's all about you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I've had some people, you know, work, you know, either say they want to get down to my shape sometime. I'm like, damn, you know, that's, you know, I need to keep staying on doing what I do when somebody mm-hmm. tells me that because they're like, Oh, man, I want to cut back on this. How do you do this and how you do that? Sometimes I'm just like, you know, I just do what I do. But, you know, whenever somebody can look at me like that, shoot, I'm looking at these guys like Mike and them, you know what I mean? Wow. You know, I, I try wow. to take from them every day. But that's why I said that, that that's contagious. You know what I mean? That's a good type of contagious. Like what I see them do inspires me, inspires you, then – Somebody, when you post something and people see it, exactly, 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 and that's that's what it's all about, ain't you know? It ain't yeah. look, we ain't telling nobody to do nothing, we just watching stuff and doing stuff, and it's taking on the life of, of its own. But like you just said, that's it on the head, man. If somebody look at it and say, Oh, damn, he can jump rope, shit, I know I can jump rope, then whatever, whatever, whatever the case, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying whatever the case so um because that's definitely you know how i look at it not just mike anybody i see this going against the grain that yeah. is kind of motive motive motivational you know what i'm saying i mean there's people full of doubt and always got something negative to say but when i see people proving them wrong and 
you know, going against the grain, that's always a, a good look. Definitely, definitely, man. And um, I think that that that's the kind of message I'm. I hope a lot of people get it out of something like this. You know, just some a, a type of event like this being put together. Money aside, you know, people think it all bag. Oh, it's all bag. But I'm sure that Mike and Shannon, when they get in the, in the gym, they're not just thinking of the money. They just want to do it for their well being. You know, because yeah. I'm looking at yeah. stuff in the mirror like, when was the last time I looked like this? You know. And and then a little simple stuff real quick, and we just like kind of freestyling right now. But you know, one of the worst things is, from in, in my opinion, is when people might speak on this. Like, say, "Oh, Mike gonna come and bite somebody." I'm like, that's <laughs> so old and dry and lame and corny, and nobody even really even thinks about that no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's you know what I'm saying. This man then totally. Re, 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 rebuilt himself and that was in the past where people still bring it up where where but like I say instead of looking at him and being encouraged and motivated you're looking for something negative to say you know what I'm saying so right. you and know you just always got idiots out there yeah and, and that's the thing I know what he did you know what he did the world knew what he did but speaking for me like I know what he did like I'm not living in the past on that no more. I mean, when the man that he did that to can sit. Hey, word, thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> when you. the man, look, when the man that he did that to can sit next to him and do a show with him for a couple of hours, then hey, I'm good with. It. How know? can I be mad at it? You know, How can what I mean? be mad? you know, and then like I say, you know, people, you know, just they just don't understand that. I mean, you talking about fighting? Fighting is like. Uh, you, you you dancing with like war, you mm-hmm. feel me? You know what I'm saying? There's a very thin line between that and savagery. You know what I mean? It is an right. art, but you know, a person can it it can it can, it can go left real quick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, they act like Mike Tyson was dancing with stars and bit somebody. That's he was in combat, right. throwing punches, and that don't make it right. But I'm just saying he was in different the heat, different the heat, the heat of combat. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? You know, oh, yeah. that, you know, when people don't understand that, they say dumb shit. So that's what I'm just saying. You know, it's, you know, the people that understand, we ain't got to explain. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, that was a pretty good uh, topic to kind of discuss. Just just looking on that side of it, because I know there's a lot of people who just be talking about the money and, the, and kind of the build up here. But I, I was kind of glad just kind of look at that event in that type of light you know um matter of fact i got work out tonight but yeah you know that's just kind of inspiring for me and like i said i hope it is for other people you know to say hey i can do this too you know just right. just in that light just to say hey man like it's never too old to do something like that mm-hmm. 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 i agree but yeah man um before we wrap this up anything in final thoughts you want to say p any other topics that just kind of pass by that you want to get thoughts on real quick? Um, no, man. I mean, and I mean, like everybody else, man, I want to get back to normal life as, um, as soon as possible, but I'm not willing to risk myself and others to do that. So, you know, I'm just trying to do what we need to do and get this thing back going the right way sooner than later. 
I'm not in a rush to just get it back. I'm in the, I'm in a rush to get it back safely in the right way. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you on that, man. Like like I said, like whatever time it was going to take to you know get this thing under control, I was down with. But it seemed like it's kind of thrown off now because people protesting and trying to get out there. You know what I mean? Like now trying to get it contained, it might be thrown off because we got businesses open and people going outside now. Mm-hmm. Going out, nothing going wrong going outside, but you know, people actually going out and holding events now. So it's probably going to mess up the whole path we was on of getting, you know, getting it under control. But I'm going to just keep doing, doing the same thing I'm doing, you know, no, no, yeah. no, no traveling and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's a smart, smart thing to do. Right we'll now. say this though. Uh, I was just looking happy birthday to, you know, Sonny Liston, man. Oh, today's his birthday. Today's his birthday, man. Hey, Sonny Liston. And um, yesterday, you know, that was the passing anniversary of Diego Corrales. Mm-hmm. I remember when that, yeah. that happened, man. I was like, wow. It was just like a few years after them, them fights with Castillo, and I was just like, how it went down, you know, how he got in the accident. I was like, wow. You know, um, that was crushing because, you know, I was I was a fan of him. You know, he was an exciting fighter to watch. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he was born in 1977, so when he passed, he was 30. You know, as a young age, man. Yeah, but I least shout out to Floyd because Floyd did pay for his funeral. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man. Other than that, you know, back with another episode for y'all. Um, before we roll out, though, uh, where can we follow you at, P? Um, y'all could y'all can check me on Instagram at p dot barnhill, and um, you can check me on Instagram at Loud Pack Boxing. All right, and you can follow me on Combo Breaker ninety nine, and you can follow me on All, All Boxing Everything on Instagram, and you can follow us both on the Jab Effect Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can subscribe to the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Sound SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and um. Yeah, I was just looking at this too, P, man. Uh, my question, last question would be like, do you think these fighters are going to keep that same energy as soon as this yellow tape is cut? When boxing is saying to go, is everybody going to be back in there? Because, you know, Charlo, he wants to fight Jason Rosario for that undisputed mm-hmm. crown. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got, you know, uh, Ugas, he calling out everybody in the welterweight division. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna get them fights, man? Do you think everybody gonna still be talking that same that same energy? Um, it's, in my opinion, that real quick, it's one of two things. Either they could have learned to appreciate boxing since it got took away from them, mm-hmm. or they just talking shit. So, I mean, I had to wait and see, man. You know, I I, I don't know, you know, because. You know, so I, I believe some of these guys realize that, yo, this is this is not promise. We got a small window. We don't know what tomorrow brings. Hey, we lost a few months out the game, out our boxing career for something we, we, we had no idea about. The time is now. You know what I mean, man? Yeah, because you, you, you got to think, too, like, what if boxing was to be gone for, like, a year or two? People going to remember for you your last fight, and they're going to be like, dang, I was remembered for that. You know? Exactly. And if boxing is, was out for a year or two and you 35, 34, I mean, it could be I, over for you. Damn. You know, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. You know, Manny, this this could ride Manny out. Mm-hmm. But at least, you see, and that's the thing with Manny. Manny can always say, I went out with this, this type of legacy, you know what I mean? But there's going to be a lot of guys we got now still in question marks, you know? Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I'm just saying, you know, how, you know, I mean, the time is now. Manny, it don't matter. Manny's is legend. He in stone. Y'all not in stone yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. It's not going to measure Manny's resume, you know, but some of y'all, you, you know what I mean? Like like I said, man, it's just, I, it's just, it's just, it, I don't know, man. It's funny. We never really just had a pandemic during boxing and really got to see all the stuff we got to see. Like, I mean, guys putting on weight. You know, I believe it will be a lot of people going up and in, in, in weight when boxing games start, eh? I think you know, so. people sitting around, putting on weight, getting comfortable with it, you know, so. Because they don't know when to trim down. So, you know, guys might be coming back at catch weights right now. Yeah, Keep yeah. Coming, like a yeah. super middleweight right now. So, I mean, you know, this will be hard to shed that weight down, you know. But, like, from what Arrow was looking like, Arrow's been – from his last interview he did, he was staying, say he's trying his best to stay closer to his weight right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. I mean, and I think you know he started to come a little more transparent and just really admit some of the mistakes he made. Like I'm hearing him more and more talking about just you know putting on that weight, and he knows it's not a good thing to do. I mean, it's easier said than done. You know, what yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe Earl like to eat. Maybe that's what it is. He don't. He don't look big, eh? You know what I'm saying? He's like no. a small guy, but to go up to where he goes up to. Yeah, his frame definitely don't look like a guy who is, you know, gets obese. But he just look like a guy that enjoys good food. Yeah. And don't, yeah. you know what I mean? So I can definitely see that. Yeah. I know Keith said he was. Keith is like that. Yeah. That's his problem. He admitted to is like you know now that he's kind of made it to a certain level. He kind of been eating. You know, so he can come down and wait. You know, he can come down. It just, it just take discipline. You know. Yeah, but that, but that's that's just the difference between now. You know, we never seen Marvin Hagler. We never seen Sugar Ray Leonard. We never seen Floyd Mayweather Terry struggle. Chris. Yeah, yeah, we'll struggle with weight, man. It's just these guys can't even stay around the weight for a couple of months, and it's just this. Just the game is just totally different now. You know I'm saying Terry Norris right now, and dude fought his whole career at 154. Man, you know, yeah, always looked good. You know, always looked in shape. You know, never blown up. You know, so you weren't always asking what weight you at. You know, he, you knew what he was at. So, yeah, man, the discipline, man, the discipline. You know, hmm. but yeah, man. Like I said, we back. We'll be back with y'all with another episode. But um, like always, I'm Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boxing P. And we out, y'all. Later. Later.